I'm Hunter Wogan. Welcome back to the Pro Football Stack, and this is maybe the best episode of this show ever because it's really just because this is the last time you're going to be hearing me come, like going on about props and most sacks and most receiving yards, most touchdown passes. Who's going to win the division? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Because Monday, we're coming on here, and we're going to be talking about the Lions and the Chiefs and their records against the spreads last year and preparing and getting it all set and ready to go because the season is under a week away. Thank God, because I feel like I have my sanity back. Because the NFL provides us wholesome, wholesome entertainment. It provides us just... What am I going to do on Sunday? Well, now you don't have to wonder because you get to sit down on your couch because, as we know, we, you turn Red Zone on, seven hours of commercial-free football starts now. And then you have your Sunday night game and Monday night, Thursday night. It's just, oh, God, it's amazing. College football is back. Everything is just, we have peace, harmony. The world is back, and everything is great in the world. But we do have a couple more things to get out of the way before we get to Monday. So let's just get into it so that we can... Have everything squared away. And here's something that I mentioned yesterday at the end on the pro football stack. We're going to get a little bit more into some receivers. But then I kind of started thinking about it. We haven't touched up on defenses in a while. And we've kind of been focusing a lot on individual players. What are their sack totals going to be? Over-unders for sacks. Who's going to lead the league in sacks? But here's something that I didn't really think about. And then next thing you know, here I am thinking about it. The team to record the most sacks... For this season. So an entire defensive unit. Who is going to lead the league in sacks? That was a very interesting thing to me. So let's get into it. We'll run down the top 10 or 15 or so. Just to kind of get a couple numbers here. The first one is the Eagles at plus 600. And I mean, no real surprise there. The Eagles have one of the best defensive lines in football. And also including some of their linebackers like Brandon Graham. They And also the thing is too with their, with their cornerbacks last season. They were able to really get some coverage sacks. So we always love the good coverage sack. But the one thing that's changed this season, their safeties. They have a couple of new guys back there. Might be starting a rookie back on defense for the safety. And they did lose Hargrove that he did sign with the 49ers. So there are a couple of new faces there for the Eagles. But I do not really have any super concerns. But the one thing you could say, too, about Philadelphia, they have new coordinators on each side. So it is going to be interesting to see what that does for them, especially on defense as we're talking about their sacks I mean, the sack leaders for this year. But at some point, talent does take over. And I think talent is going to win out here for the Eagles. Plus 600 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Plus 750 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously having TJ Watt, Hayward up the middle. There's a lot of talent there for the Steelers. And I think Pittsburgh is taking that next step. Obviously, they took the one year back from the playoffs. It was the rookie season for Kenny Pickett. Mitch Trubisky didn't really look that good for them. Kind of makes me wonder if Kenny Pickett had started earlier. Would they have made the playoffs? I mean, that AFC North is a fun division. And they're going to need a lot of sacks to Steelers that they're going to go to where they want to go to. And when you have a defense that has TJ Watt on it, we're really not saying such crazy things if you think that they're going to lead the league in sacks. We'll just put it like that. TJ Watt, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Then you have the Niners at plus 1,200. Not really too concerned about this whole Nick Bosa thing with his, with his contract. I know he's missed training camp. It's Nick Bosa, guys, and they have so many guys out there. Like I just said, they just signed Hargo, that Fred Warner out there. I mean, the list goes on. Greenlaw, Armstead, Drake Jackson on the outside. Like, there's just so many guys, and plus they have such a good secondary as well that, like I said about the Eagles, coverage sacks.
Just get used to that. With a lot of these good defenses, you're going to be hearing the word coverage sacks. You just wait when you put on CBS and you see a guy standing in the pocket for like five, ten seconds, and it's like, well, that's a coverage sack. Everybody, everybody, everybody loves that about the NFL. Then that brings up maybe one of the most underrated defensive lines in football. I know that they've mentioned about trading one of their star players, but that's the Commanders, Chase Young, and they have a good coach in Ron Rivera, a good defensive coach. One thing about the Commanders, the Commies, whatever you want to call them, they really just every year have a really good defensive line, whether it's always having guys like Ryan Kerrigan there, drafting Chase Young a couple years ago. Like, they just always have guys, and that's their one thing that they do well. It's kind of like when you love listening to training camp shows. It's like, if the Commanders cut somebody, go pick that guy up. It's kind of, it's exactly what it is on the defensive line for them. They always put pressure on the quarterback, and that's why they're a, like a fun defense to watch. Maybe not the best team, because I think all three teams in the NFC East that aren't named the commies are just better than they are. But plus 1,200 to lead the league in sacks, really not the craziest number. Plus 1,400, excuse me. Now you have plus 1,600, the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys obviously having a lot of guys on that defensive line. Demarcus Lawrence getting back there. And they do have a good secondary as well. So again, you, I don't even need to say it. But the Cowboys do put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. The one thing that I would hold back from is that they do have two games against the Giants and two games against the Eagles. And the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in football. The Giants have a much improved offensive line. So putting them as the best team, best most sacks in football, excuse me, I don't know. It's a good number. Plus 1,600, you can make some money on it. And then you have the Browns as well, plus 1,600. Same thing with the Chiefs. Now, these are a couple of the teams that I don't think are going to lead the league in sacks. But you do have Miles Garrett on the Browns towards the top of the NFL sacks leader in individual play for the last couple of seasons. He's always been towards the top. And the Chiefs with Chris Jones, top 10 player, top five defensive lineman in football. So there are some guys there. You have the Bills at plus 1,800. They always cause some problems. Now, here's a number to me that I like a lot. The Jets are a plus 1,800. That's a number that really interests me because you just see all the talent there. You see Quinn and Williams. They drafted Will McDonald this season. They already have Jermaine Johnson going off in training camps. You see that he's actually just blowing people up in those joint practices. So there's a lot to be excited about with the Jets and their defense. So that's an that's a number at plus 1,800 that I would really look at. And plus, if you look at their division, they're going to have to get some pressure on the quarterback. And I think they're going to really try to take advantage of teams like New England, where it's kind of like for the Jets. This is almost like if you look at the fan base, it's like payback time for them. So I think the Jets really at plus 1,800 – that's a good number to look at because there's just so much talent on that defensive line that why not at plus 1,800 give that a try? That's one of those that you have to think about. And then you start getting into some teams that really don't have some really the best defensive lines. But one number that also interests me is the Giants at plus 3,000. I mean, they have Dexter Lawrence on that defensive line, Leonard Williams as well. So that's two That's two teams, both New York teams. All right, numbers a little higher than I expected to see. But then again, you can make the case the Giants with the secondary. You don't really know what you're going to get out of that secondary. So maybe the defensive line doesn't have enough time to get to the quarterback, I, I guess. But their defensive line is amazing. But we're getting in on Monday. We're going to start talking about the games. We're talking about the opener on Thursday. And then Tuesday, we'll get into some of the 1 o'clock games. Same thing Thursday. And then Friday, we'll get into the primetime games Sunday and Monday Night Football because we've done it, guys. We've made it to the end of the offseason, the hardest time of the year for any football fan. But we'll be back on Monday because the end of the offseason is here. We're going to start talking about the games, like I mentioned. But today was the preview for the team to lead the NFL in sacks on the pro football stack.